0: Good morning and happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. I'm Brendan. I'm sitting here with Tom Jostra uh, and we are not uh, experts of theology or biblical exegesis or anything like that. By no means. By no means. Uh, we are simply here to read scriptures and uh, just try to come to them honestly and uh, to let them speak to us. And we, engage, we invite you to do the same. So With that, we're going to read from Isaiah 55, verses 10 through 13. Uh, Man, I love Isaiah, especially this part of Isaiah. Um, Would you mind reading this for us, Tom? I'd love to. So starting
1: with verse 10. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush, will grow the juniper, and instead of briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, For an everlasting sign that will endure forever.
0: Thanks, Tom. So you you said you had a little trouble with this one. (laughs) What was this one? This (laughs) one I had to
1: read a couple times, and Uh just okay, Lord, what are you trying to tell me here? (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, just just one thing I noticed in verse eleven is just a little thing. Um, Yesterday's passage from Psalm 119. It was the psalmist talking about. Your word, O oh Lord, you know, your precepts, your statutes, your decrees. But in today's passage, it's the Lord talking about his own word. And he said in verse 11, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. And then I love those two, um, those verbs there. You know, it will accomplish, my word will accomplish what I desire it uh, to accomplish. And I w- and it will achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And so that was kind of cool just to hear from the Lord's point of view in this passage of him mm. speaking about his word and 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 what
0: his word does what it can mm. accomplish and what can, what it can achieve what was what was it about the passage at first that you found confusing or vague or you know um well okay th- there's the analogy
1: going on there so it took me a while to get through that analogy okay yep. to kind of understand that um and then 12 and 13 I'm going how does that fit in with the with, with 10 and 11. So I was a little confused about that. Right. Um, but, but after reading 12 and 13, a little bit more, um, like, like we have this vision at victory Point that there were a group of people that embody the good news of the kingdom of God in our families and in our communities and, and in our world. And I'm, and I'm kind of looking at that going, you know what, I think there's a lot of words in 12 and 13 that kind of like talk about what that kingdom actually is. I see words like joy, Mm-hmm. and peace. And I see mountains and hills that are singing and that are clapping their hands. I mean, that's all joyful, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some bushes mentioned, right? There's the, <laughs> not not the thorn bush, but the juniper. Yeah. And I kind of looked up, what does a juniper look like? Was I hate it... juniper bushes. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, oh, they, they looked kind of cool and they have these bright blue berries. I thought, well, that yeah. was kind of cool.
0: Yeah. The, the only reason I hate them is because when I was a kid, we had one in our front yard and we'd always play in it and it just make me itchy. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but they're, they have pretty blueberries. <laughs> yes, on they it. do. <laughs> and then instead of briars, there was myrtle. And I looked up a picture of like a myrtle tree. Those are beautiful. I mean, they're mm. just ornamental. I mean, they're not very tall, but beautiful when they're flowering. Yeah. And I'm going, these, these, these are just images. I think of, of what this kingdom of God thing is yeah. that we're trying to do with our families and in our community in the world. And, um, it's something that you know when when the Lord created the world. I mean, this is this is what the world was like. Yeah, you know, it was beautiful. It was filled with joy. It was filled with peace. But it's also something that we as Christians can look forward to someday too. Yeah, you know, after the after life in this world. I mean, this is this is the kind of world that we can look forward to as well. Yeah. But then, but then one little thing I thought of was like, well, if we're supposed to be trying to bring this kingdom now, mm-hmm. okay. Um, so that that's kind of where I landed in all this. Yep. It's like, okay, well, so what does this tell for me now? Okay, of course the past creation, the future, you know, the new creation, but what about now? Yep. Um, I'm like, well, it's my job as as a Christ follower to try to bring joy. You know, it's my job as a Christ follower to bring peace into certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's my, it's my job to take this broken world and, and try to make it look more and more like the kingdom used to look like and what yep. it will look like someday. Um, yeah, from from my summer job at school, I I, I I'm a janitor, and uh, we have a bunch of high school kids that work with us, and we have a little uh, phrase that we use, a little acronym. It's BBTO, which is bring back to original. So we tell these kids try really hard to when you clean this table to bring it back to its original <laughs> state. When you clean this wall, try to bring it back uh. to its original state. And that got me thinking. You know, that's that's our job as Christians. Yeah, try to bring this world this broken world that we live in back to its original state, Uh you know, and I know that's how my brain went when I was reading words like joy and peace and hills that are singing and trees that are
0: clapping their hands. Just that whole idea of kingdom. Yes, I agree. And you know, it's, it is a metaphor, but it's also not much of a metaphor. Meaning um, when you've got briars growing, it's usually due to poor management or care of the earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you've got people who are uh, lovingly tending the earth, you get you get people who want beautiful things like cypress, right? Like uh, want beautiful like myrtle trees, right? Like, and what you just said with your work as a janitor, improving the beauty of your your space is not just a material thing as an allegory for or a metaphor for what our new creation is bringing back to original. It also is part of. The work we're doing to beautify the world. That's why we're put here is to tend and tend to tend the garden, tend and keep it. Right. Like, and so I think um gentle and loving care of the earth is also a we gentle gentle and loving care of each other and of God. You know what I mean? That's it's part of our act of worship. And I think it's part of the joy and peace. When you've got a bunch of people who are who are paying attention to their lockers and who are paying attention to their gardens and who are paying attention to the world and their communities around them and beautifying them, you've got a lot of love and peace going on. You know what I mean? So not to get too like hippie on us here, (laughs) but like, I do believe that part of our calling as Christians is to tend the earth well in love of God and love of neighbor, you know? Um, So I think that is part of it, that when you see people who love God you see a uh, beautiful creation around them too. So mm-hmm. I think it's all connected part of the integrated life that we kind of, um, that we are longing for and the new creation that we're hoping for is a real new creation. And like you said, what's my job right now. It is to sow joy and peace and also to realize that we are in creation right now and we can help, you know, and we can join in the work of restoring it. So it's something that I was, I was thinking about, but I do also think it is a metaphor, you know, um, and God is talking about his word that goes out like rain that waters the earth. And when it goes out, it always, you know, the, the rain cycle, right? It like goes, always goes out and then comes back and goes out and comes back. And as it does that, it brings up, um, bounty brings up multiplication, brings up grasses and trees and all kinds of things, bread that's talking about. Um, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It won't return to me empty. Um, so God, God is saying, I am sending my word constantly, sending my word like rain upon the earth that it would um, yield a harvest, you know? And that's what I pray that God's word does to me every time I open it. You know, we're talking about reading God's scripture this, this week a little bit. Um, like you were talking about yesterday, having that the rhythm of um, reading. We were talking about reading scripture regularly and that lamp in my feet. God's word comes to me. Am I like, uh, you know, dead soil that just doesn't produce anything? or my like life-giving soil that grows up a crop of righteousness, you know? Um, So there's that. Um, So I'm thinking like God is interested in the return of his investment. Like he wants to know that, and this is the parable of the sower, right? Like sows indiscriminately, right? Like across the thorns and and the stones, but also on soft ground. And he loves it when that ground produces a crop, you know? And I think God's heart for us is that, the things that he puts inside of us that we, we bear that and we multiply that in our own lives, you know? Um, and then um, the fact that another thing about here is that God's word has a life of its own. You know, it goes out. Uh, it goes out from my mouth. It, the language there sounds like something has a life of its own and it doesn't return to me empty, but it accomplishes that which I purpo- purpose. It's not just, uh, an inanimate thing god's word is actually accomplishing something and i think the same thing is true of scripture we can let it stand on its own like it has that's something that amazed me about this podcast is um i can tell you've put like some thought and effort into not effort but you've reflected on this word um and um and honestly this is my first time looking at it like that but we're we're reading this together and as we read it something always comes up, you know, it stands on its own. I don't need to um, speak for it. It speaks for itself and it has a life of its own. And that gives me great confidence going into any situation, especially the way um, I've seen God use his word like in missional community, for example, when we can just open God's scripture and not have to think about what are we going to teach on tonight? We can just open it and it just speaks to us. You know, and it just has a life of its own, and I've seen that happen. And so, um, when I read this, um, I'm like, I'm reminded of the way that God's word has life of its own. And when I think of it having a life of its own, I think it's Jesus. You know, like G- Jesus is the Word of God that got that goes out from from God and goes down into the earth, right, and brings back with him a harvest of righteousness. Like he's the one who comes to he. He says, "You know, ask the Lord of the Harvest to send out workers into the field, and He brings back to God all of God's people." So I'm just reminded of of Jesus, who goes out and um, brings people back in peace, um, and in worship, and, and drawing back a harvest of of righteousness. So that's something else that I was thinking about. So for me, this this passage points toward the way that Jesus goes out. Um, And, um, just like rain that renews creation, Jesus goes out into the earth and renews creation, all of creation. He's bringing, bringing his new creation into the world. And I want to be a part of that, that help, you know, that is participatory in that action. So that's kind of what it was speaking to me. Um, well, thanks for engaging this with me, Tom. Um, We're going to kick out of this one and go into uh, tomorrow's is going to be, let's see what's tomorrow. Romans eight. Hallelujah. So we'll be reading Romans um, eight tomorrow. In the meantime, um, for everybody who's listening to this podcast, um, may we be soft soil for God's word and um, whatever God wants to do in us and in our communities May, um, may we be people who bear God's fruit in the world and let's be people who BBTO. BBTO,
1: bring back to original,
0: bring back to original. Let's focus on the things in our lives that we've been given stewardship over, whether it's, uh, a floor, literal floor, whether it's a garden, whether it's a workshop, whether it's a house or a car or. Uh, a lawn, or whatever we've been given around us, um, let's steward those things well and know that as we take care of those things, we're participating with the renewal of all creation in some weird mysterious way. Um, Just know that as you care for the things around you, you're also caring for God's creation and for people. So with that, go in peace and have a great rest of your Wednesday.